Hello and welcome. I'm Carmina Constantino. Here are the news today, April 26th, 2021. Philippine Health Secretary Francisco Duque III in favor of extending the modified enhanced community quarantine in Metro Manila and nearby provinces. The secretary says many hospitals remain under critical risk classification with the number of COVID-19 patients still rising. He also warns of a continued increase in coronavirus infections if the lockdown is further eased. The MECQ status in the National Capital Region Cavite, Laguna, Polacan, and Rizal set to expire on April 30th. Kung titignan natin ang datos, tingin ko talagang uh, kinakailangan ipagpatuloy ang MECQ for another week or two dahil nga yung ating health systems capacity ay uh, hindi uh, masyadong uh, nag-i-improve pa sa ngayon. Although, Meron na uh, senyales na bumababa ang uh, kaso sa Kamaynilaan, uh, bumabagal ano, ang uh, bagong mga cases, eh, uh, may kataasan pa rin ang daily, average daily cases natin for the last two weeks. COVID-19 cases in the Philippines continue to inch closer to 1 million after over 8,000 new cases were reported on Sunday. Meanwhile, Metro Manila mayors expected to come up with a recommendation today on the possible MECQ extension. Mayors from the National Capital Region met with health officials Sunday night to discuss their options. But again, Mayor Marcy Dutoro says, aside from rising cases, another factor that will have a major impact on their decision is the pandemic's effect on the economy. The Philippines' vaccine chief expects the accelerated delivery of COVID-19 vaccines next month. Carlito Galvez Jr. says the country will have around 10 million shots before June when the delayed donations from the World Health Organization's COVAX facility arrive. He adds the Philippines is ironing out its indemnity clause with Pfizer, which is expected to supply 40 million doses to the country. Meanwhile, the vaccines by Moderna expected to arrive in June that's according to Philippine ambassador to the U.S., Jose Manuel Romualdez. But he admits plans for the U.S. to share its vaccine supply will depend on when domestic demand will slow down. Everyone is into this um, very uh, critical situation. So everyone is trying to catch up with whatever we need to do. And uh, like I always said, we're really under the gun here. We, we really need to get these vaccines as quickly as possible. And so we're doing everything we can. Some senators welcome the gag order slapped on the spokesperson of the Philippines' anti-communist insurgency task force, as well as a top official of the Palace Communications Group. Lieutenant General Antonio Parlade Jr. and Presidential Communications Undersecretary Lorraine Badoy were ordered to stop talking about community pantry organizers after they allegedly red-tagged some of them. National Security Advisor Hermogenes Esperon Jr. issued that gag order. He insists the National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict is not against the spirit of unity and cooperation embodied by the community pantries. While Senator Sherwin Galchadian welcomes Esperon's action, he is still pushing for a probe into the task force's 19 billion peso budget. 
there's still merit to look into the funding of the NTF uh, and the um, anti-insurgency program. Now, this is a big amount, um, Christian. It's not a small sum. No? It's about 16 billion. And uh, if we have people like Parlade making decisions, um, we're not confident that they will make the right decision and spend uh, the money just judiciously. For Gabriela Women's Party List Representative Arlene Brosas, the task force should be abolished. She also wants Parlade to, or Enbadoy to be dismissed immediately and barred from public office. India shaken after the country broke its own record for the most number of COVID-19 infections in a single day. The number of cases surged by 349,691 just over the past 24 hours, the fourth straight day of record peaks. Hospitals across the country are forced to turn away patients after running out of beds and medical oxygen. Prime Minister Narendra Modi urges all citizens to be vaccinated and to exercise caution. Modi's government has been criticized for allowing big religious and political gatherings earlier this year and for failing to boost healthcare systems. India has recorded a total of 16.96 million coronavirus infections and more than 192,000 deaths. Presidential daughter Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte Carpio remains the top choice for president for the 2022 national elections. That's despite her insistence she will not run. The latest Pulse Asia survey shows Duterte Carpio leading all probable presidential candidates with 27%. She is followed by the son of the late dictator Ferdinand Marcos, former Senator Bongo Marcos with 13%. Senator Grace Poe and Manila Mayor Isco Moreno were tied at the third spot with 12% each. Senator and boxing champion Manny Pacquiao earned the fourth spot with 11%, followed by Vice President Lenny Robredo with 7%. Duterte Carpe was the most preferred presidential bet in her home region of Mindanao with a whopping 60%. But She's the least preferred among respondents in Metro Manila at 12%. Meanwhile, Moreno topped the list of preferred vice presidential candidates with 16%, followed closely by Pacquiao and Duterte Carpio with 15%. President of Pulse Asia says that pre-election survey was essentially a popularity contest. According to Ronnie Holmes, name recall largely influenced the preference of respondents at this point in time. He notes the picture will be clearer once campaign period begins. I think what will be driving most of the voting uh, pre-election preference at this point will really be name recall. It's not so much the record because they have not in any way uh, disseminated this record. I think for some people, they would know what they have done. But for many people, it's really the name that is the basis of their decision, the recognition of the name. And there are some a number of people who are really more nationally prominent, or we can say that the public is much more familiar with these individuals relative to all the other individuals. China commissions its largest amphibious assault ship, which is expected to be deployed in the South China Sea. The South China Morning Post reports the ship can carry an estimated 30 helicopters and hundreds of troops. Observers say the ship called the Hainan could play a strategic role in the disputed waters where China has territorial claims. 
Meanwhile, the Philippine Coast Guard and the Bureau of Fisheries conducted maritime exercises in the West Philippine Sea last Saturday. In an online forum, a U.S. defense consultant urged the Philippines and the United States to conduct joint patrols along with other Southeast Asian nations. Combined Vietnamese-Philippine Coast Guard patrols in the area of uh, Julian Philippe Reef will deter any further aggression there. Uh, I also think if uh, you were to invite the U.S. Coast Guard to go with you, uh, that uh, that would send a very strong signal as well. Last Friday, Manila filed two new diplomatic protests against Beijing over the illegal and lingering presence of Chinese ships in Philippine waters. It has vowed to continuously file diplomatic actions until the vessels leave the country's exclusive economic zone. Indonesia's military chief confirms all crew on board the sunken submarine KRI Nangala 402. They've all died. And as this report tells us, President Joko Widodo sends his condolences to the victims' families. Indonesia's military chief on Sunday confirmed that all crew on board the sunken Navy submarine have died. Hari Jajanto told a news conference that, based on the evidence that has been found, the submarine has sunk and none of the 53 crew members on board have survived. Navy Chief of Staff Yudo Margono added that the 44-year-old submarine was found broken into three parts, the hull, the stern and the main parts and that cracks were found on the main part of the vessel. He also ruled out human error as the cause of the accident. President Joko Widodo earlier confirmed the discovery in the Bali Sea and sent the families of the victims his condolences. Rescuers also found objects including a life vest that they believe belonged to those on board the vessel which lost contact on Wednesday as it prepared to conduct a torpedo drill. And that's your Flash Briefing. For more updates, log on to news.abs-cbn.com.